some people uh, think that to puff the magic dragon means they're really to smoke uh, smoke a marijuana cigarette. Where'd you learn that, Cheech? Drug school. The history of marijuana. Marijuana, the, the one drug that never killed anybody. Are you on drugs or is this your naturally moronic self? Marijuana has become a part of the popular consumer culture of the United States. You got any narcotics or marijuana in here? <laughs> Uh, not anymore. We're smoking <laughs> reefer, and you don't want no part of this shit. Get out of here! Is marijuana really where it's at? Is it really as righteous as you think? You know what? I don't want no hangover. I can't get no hangover. It doesn't give you a hangover. Where can I get some marijuana? I get addicted to it or something? It's not habit forming. I'm so wasted! I don't want to overdose on it. You can't OD on it. The snozberries taste like snozberries. <laughs> it's not gonna make me want to have sex, is it? It makes sex even better. You take drugs, Danny? Every day. Good. I mean, a Maui, Wowie, a Panama Red, Acapulco Gold. It's all marijuana. It sounds kind of expensive. It's the cheapest drug there is. The amazing stuff about this is take it home and just get stoned at a bejesus mm. belt. You don't want it think i kind of want it okay but just this once come on in <laughs> you're in the drug code now thanks for joining us talking drugs basically is what we're gonna be doing for a little bit getting you caught up with some of the news and uh, and uh pandemic of reefer madness that's still out there in the world for some unknown reason people Great. just do not want to follow like the results of scientific tests you know and if you want to really go back to the very beginning of that would be Richard Nixon not agreeing with lab tests, agreeing that marijuana is safe and cures cancer. He decided not to go with that and went with his own results and created the drug war that we are still somewhat fighting, I guess, today. But uh, we had some really good news in the, in the war on drugs is that the, there's going to be no more incentive for uh, police to take and confiscate uh, your seizures, your, your, your assets, you know, the, uh, for, the assets forfeiture. You know what I'm talking about? Where they so, actually, where cops can say, hey, you have a large amount of money on you. Yeah. It looks like you're dealing drugs. Oh, and they don't find any drugs in you, but they'll still keep the cash. Yeah. <laughs> Asset wow. forfeitures, I think is what they're called, seizures. Yeah, basically where they can just come and take your money. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So uh, the government's going uh, to stop, uh, I guess, the incentives for that, Carl? Yeah, I think it's, it's, there's no, it's no longer, you can no longer, I guess, assume that if you have a large amount of money. Yeah, that you're selling. Drugs. You know, they could just take. Then you're, you know, they they can't assume you're you're doing something illegal. Right. Exactly. Um, so it's, it's that's a good news. You know, I, I think we're going to see pretty soon the schedule one be it's going to be removed. I really do feel that's going to happen this year. I, I, you know, it's there, there's a lot of pros and cons still out there for a lot of people to kind of uh, kind of absorb into the into the world of drugs. You know, there's a lot of stereotypes on stoners. You know, that's not good. You know, you still have the Cheech and Chong, which is fine. It's funny and everything like that, but that has a lingering effect still. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of stoners out there. I don't know if you agree with me, Vicar. You're in the you're in the biz, like you said. Like you you actually are a caregiver, uh, marijuana dispensary caregiver. You are a grower yourself. Not dispensary. No, you, no, no, no. You're not a dispensary yeah. guy. I mean, what no. I'm saying is, uh, <laughs> I didn't mean that. What I meant is that you're you're a caregiver. Yeah. Which is well, explain that. Well, for what the the, the laws have been put into place, I mean. 
you get the same treatment as it would be to applying for any other caregiver position, like for carrying someone as their nurse or whatever. So, I mean, you can't have felonies, you know, you have to be fingerprinted and it makes me feel a little bit better that, you know, whoever your caregiver is, isn't going to like lace your weed or molest you or something. Right. You know, right. <laughs> but, like, um, but I mean, there's still crazy people out there, but in my case, it's just taking on patients that can't grow for themselves and I can grow for them and cook for them and provide for them at way cheaper price <laughs> right. than the dispense. I mean, at least 40% cheaper. Yeah. Nice. It was ridiculous. You nice. know what's funny is I just saw a story in Washington. They're having a hard time. You know, the, the big news out of marijuana is coming out of Denver. It's not coming out of Washington right now. 31,000 tons or pounds of marijuana was harvested and only a fifth of it was sold. <clears throat> Dude, get this. My friend went there to visit as an out-of-state recreational user. Guess how much he paid for two grams with tax? Let me guess. Uh, two grams? Two grams with tax. Mm-hmm. Two grams with tax. I'm going to say 60 bucks. 60. $55. Yeah. Wow. wow. See, two grams should be costing 20 bucks. At, at, you know, that's like that's 10 G all day long. Right. That's, that's a decent that's your you know, price, right. market value. Yes, yeah. exactly. 10, 10 bucks a gram. Yeah. And they're char- Yeah, I noticed there were, there were sometimes they were charging 20 or 22 bucks a gram is what the story said. <clears throat> I go, that's ridiculous. You, no one's going to go buy that. You're, gonna, you're keeping the black market, market. alive. Yeah, yep. they are. What's the point of this greed yep. is what it is. Um, but a, a weird story last night, I saw it on 2020, and I saw it during the week as well, is that there's a parents over there that have a, had a dispensary and had a child who um, actually tested positive for THC. They lost their son and lost their business for a while. Wow. I don't even know if they're I in the business anymore. Yeah, they're up in Washington. Right. But the thing is, if you watch the 2020 show last night, um, she's she kind of perpetuates a little bit of the stoner mentality, and it's not good. It wasn't good at all because she would giggle and laugh. <laughs> yeah, oh, I gave yeah. my kids some weed. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, what? I was well, like, are you, did you just do that? Did you say but that? But look at it this way. The person, I mean, I grew up with having whiskey put in my mouth as a child. I mean, oh, yes. infant. Yeah, like, no, how totally. is that okay? Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, it'll calm them down. That's going to hurt my brain. That's going to hurt right. my liver. Yes. What is the pot doing? Nothing. That, you know, that's exactly where I want to get if into. Anything, yeah. Is with uh, the Nancy Grace 2 Chains. Oh, that uh, interview was awesome. On Ridiculous, CNN. Man. Oh, I uh, want to jump through the TV. Man, because, <laughs> because her main argument for e- keeping weed legal was, you know, what about the children? That children. The, yeah. Right, basically. What about the children? What about the aspirin and the alcohol? Well, and that's, the, okay, that's my know. point is what, I, what is what I want to get to is that she says and claims that, you know, this mother gave her baby a joint and fed her a joint and, uh, oh, my God. She, ah, you know, she's going bananas over this. And and 2 chains like, well, people that believe booze was involved with that. I got the audio. I'm going to play it for just for a second. And we'll get her a little bit of her, you know, her, her reefer madness going on. But uh, the point I want to make about this is the fact that it's much tougher to get drunk than it is to get high. Yeah. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Scratch that. Reverse it. It's much more difficult um, to get high than it is to get drunk. To put a mouth to a lip of a rim of a cup and sip is a lot more easier than to pack a bowl, grab a lighter, smoke it, cover the carb, figure out what you're doing. Inhale so it, right. So a mm-hmm. kid can't, a two-year-old isn't just going to go light up a bong, yeah. is what I'm saying. You have to feed the kid something, which makes it more moronic and more of a bad example of her argument in a sense of, your, it just doesn't make sense. So I'm going to play the Nancy Grace bit right here. It's, just, it's about a minute, and we'll jump into it if we can. Change. Uh, first of all, thank you for being with us. You're a star. So many people, so many 
teens, so many young adults look up to you. Can I ask you, when you hear about cases like this, why do you still support the legalization of marijuana? Because, you know, I know your persona is different from your rap persona. I know, for instance, you graduated with a 4.0, that you got a scholarship. Well, from the stories that I just heard you talk about, they were um, they had alcohol included, which we all know, um, you know, cause you to black out, forget things, and have memory loss. They also dealt with irresponsible people. I don't think that you could put an umbrella on the whole community off these few incidents that you just named. Well, what so what community is that? The, the, smoke, the smokers, the stoners community. I just feel like you can't use these particular stories okay, to so define everybody Daddy, that has recreational I'm not defining, use. I'm not defining everybody. Okay, so don't throw me in that pot and stew me. What I'm saying is legalizing pot ends up in stories like this. So that's that's her main argument uh, of that. Um, there's so many things I want to talk about about that clip alone. I mean, it's just um, first and foremost, I don't think they, he should say it was she. First of all, she says potheads. You know, what, potheads? And, yeah. he, and he says smokers, no stoners. stoners yeah. uh, the correct terminology, which needs to be addressed in everybody's mouth needs to be saying this, it's the cannabis community. And that's going to be a different state of mind to create something different when you look at it differently. Because mm-hmm. cannabis is really where the medicine is coming from. It's not the marijuana per se, because marijuana is more just the name of what it is. Well, yeah, and she's she's just caught up in preaching that propaganda that she grew up with that she knows she can get an audience right with. yep the, the other thing i want to point out on that is the fact that she she points out that he's a 4.0 student but almost in a matter of like like she almost wants to say like you're a 4.0 student what's the matter with you yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean she just so wants to point her finger you She's know so close-minded these man. people just well the thing the fact of the matter is is that they they don't <laughs> understand the lifestyle they don't understand that it's been here forever it's not like it's legal all of a sudden boom where did this come from you know it's like the goth community or something like that or or, <laughs> well, the, or the WNBA or something like that <laughs> you never hear of the the stories of what medical cannabis does in the mainstream news you only hear the, right. the terrifying things that it doesn't do at all, but they want us to think it does. Well, this, this reefer madness is, is ridiculous, and she's ridiculous also. You know, this is kind of a case in point of uh, maybe she's actually helping the marijuana community. Yeah, <laughs> to, with her ignorance. With, yeah, exactly. I mean, this reefer madness is just so much. And, you know, I see these stories all about on, uh, on, online and everything, and uh, I saw this one. The Washington Post uh, reported this one. Uh, <coughs> this, is the, this is the headline of the story. She thought it was a chocolate candy bar. <laughs> oh, man. What she experienced was unexpected. <laughs> so, obviously, we're talking about an edible here. Yeah. Okay, that's what you're thinking, right? So, let me read this here. This is her, uh, Gail Curcio is her name, C-U-R-C-I-O, if you want to look it up. She wrote this, and uh, she says, considering that chocolate, I'm, I'm going to read this, so just bear with me. We'll stop as we go, and we'll have fun with it as All we right. roll with it. Uh, considering that chocolate is part of my daily diet, it was no surprise that I took a bite out of a random piece that I found sitting on my kitchen counter that day. It tasted terrible, kind of minty, so I spit out most of it. It was a busy day, not only as, as I was preparing for a large Labor Day party at my home, but I also planned to spend a few hours helping my church get ready for a huge <laughs> Labor Day yard sale. 
When I started feeling a little dizzy and lightheaded, I ignored it and kept walking or kept working. I had felt, I had felt similar to this a few weeks earlier because of dehydration. So I figured it would pass. I continued setting up for the party. <laughs> the feeling persisted and increased a little in intensity. I thought back to my morning regimen and checked to make sure that I hadn't taken the wrong pills, but everything seemed okay here. As the dizziness and lightheaded increased, I remembered <coughs> the candy bar. I also recall that I had thrown away the wrapper before I came across that piece of candy. I remember seeing the words, liquid gold. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I've eaten a bar of furniture polish, I thought to myself. <laughs> I, I tried to find the wrapper in the trash, but things were not making much sense at this point. I called Poison Control. The people there thought that I, was, that I would be okay, given that I had swallowed barely any of what, whatever it was. They said they would check with me periodically for the next few hours. <laughs> Whoa. Does this sound familiar, Vicar? I mean, I've had three people go to the emergency room taking my edibles. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it then in, in a second. Um, things were getting hazier, and everything seemed to be in slow motion. I knew that I would be okay if I didn't get any worse, but I wanted somebody to know what, I was, going, what was going on in case I became incapacitated. I called my husband's office, but he was in a meeting. I went to my neighbor's house and asked him if... He would check on me in an hour. <laughs> As time slowed down more and more, the hours seemed interminable. I was still standing, but I was barely functioning. I couldn't find my phone. Things didn't make sense. I was relieved when my neighbor came over. He took one look at me, trying to stand up, and said we should go to the hospital. I readily agreed. He wasn't sure exactly how to get there, but I assured him I knew the way. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Every, however, everything was a blur and very distorted, and I kept falling asleep. When I, when I saw a row of cars, I thought it was a parade. I felt as though I was hallucinating. We made it to the hospital, but a short ride seemed very long to me. My husband met, met us at the emergency room. I was having trouble staying awake, and I was losing control of my arms and legs. The staff had to put me in a wheelchair to get me back to a room. <laughs> So, okay, so let's stop there for a second, because if you didn't know that it was marijuana <laughs> and not... You'd be like, what the hell's wrong with me? And not shoe polish, <laughs> right? But it could be shoe polish. I don't know. The story doesn't tell, and I haven't told you yet. Oh, man, shoe yeah. polish doesn't taste minty. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. Tastes ass. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. So, but, it, but, if you're, if, but if you're really somebody who's naive to the world... And you're reading this, you're probably going, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What's going on? This is crazy. Maybe it's shoe polish. And she's going to, oh, my God, what's going to go oh, on? It's just a bad tussie. But, you know, she at least, <laughs> you know, she at least, uh, you know. He's a dog shit. Finished, <laughs> she at least finished the story before the dying. Book. All right. So here she goes. I could barely speak at this point, but I had, but I had been cognizant enough earlier to tell my neighbor about poison control and liquid gold. The hospital contacted Poison Control, but no one could understand why I was having the symptoms that I was having. Poison Control said liquid gold furniture polish doesn't come in a bar. <laughs> 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 also, I wasn't nauseated. Instead, I was semi-conscious and barely verbal. The nurse suggested that my husband go home and try to find the wrapper. The doctor thought I was having a stroke and sent me to the MRI scan in oh. a room where some of the ceiling tiles have been replaced with pictures of flowers. I thought I was in heaven. The war of the MRI <laughs> machine was very peaceful, and I just wanted to float away. 
As they put me on the gurney to take me back to the emergency room, I started emerging slowly out of the fog. About then, my husband arrived with a wrapper. This liquid gold was not fur- furniture polish. <laughs> it was a cookies and cream candy bar with marijuana in it. I wasn't having a stroke. I was tripping. <laughs> <laughs> it was still, I was still very groggy when I, when I spoke to my 26-year-old son just after finding out it was marijuana. At first, he thought it was funny, but then he realized the seriousness and kept apologizing. He wasn't sure exactly how the candy bar had gotten into the house. A friend of a friend of a friend had brought it in from California, where medical marijuana is legal. While we laughed about it at first, the story has its frightening aspects. The the first is that I had such a small piece of the candy bar, yet served uh, had such severe symptoms. I was also thankful that none of our pets or child found it. This particular candy bar came from G Pharma Labs, which describes uh, it as, I think it's a good commercial for G Pharma Labs, <laughs> <laughs> which describes its product as aimed at the medical or recreational market where legal. Even with the wrapper, it would be easy to overlook the fact that this was a not a normal candy bar. Um, last, year's, uh, last year, Hershey, I guess, uh, sued Tincture Bell, a Colorado manufacturer, uh, and conscious care of uh, Seattle for a trademark infringement demanding that the companies stop selling marijuana products that resemble Hershey items. Ooh. Although the packaging of the candy bar I ate displayed an image of a marijuana plant and <laughs> warned it that it contained cannabis, the chocolate image dominated. On the back it said, warning, this product contained on high-level THC, not a food, keep away from children. It goes on and on and on. I'd, I'd rather just kind of stop right there. But I, this is a woman um, who ate something she didn't know she was eating. Um, this is a lady who's on pills. Already, mm. so that how can we not think it's the pills? How do you not think it's that? I it, mean, why is now is this an evil article? Do you think that that's definitely uh, the the mixture between the two can definitely affect you? Because I had a broken jaw, and you know I've been smoking weed for a while, and I I was on codeine, I had ibuprofen, like man, and I you know I smoked you know right before I went to sleep. And I had, you know, just had my Gatorade with my codeine in and my ibuprofen. And, man, I couldn't even finish the blunt. I usually take them to the face, man. I had to give mm-hmm. it to my sister. Like, you're oh, done. I have to go lay down. Like, yeah. this, is, this is crazy. Like, yeah. this, is, this shit is scary. <laughs> like, ooh, I hope I sleep my, this off. Well, my first uh, time with edibles, I made myself. I had had some, uh, probably about an eighth of uh, swag. It was shitty, shitty wig. Yeah, it was just whatever it was. Oregano. Yeah, oregano. That's <laughs> oregano. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've never heard that before. I just looked it up the other day. That's old hilarious, term, apparently. Oh, I'm sure it is. Oregano. 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 I love it. So I had about, a, about a, an eighth of oregano, and I threw it in um, a pan with some oil, and I like kept it at a really, really low heat. I simmered it for about like an hour, if not probably more than that. I really stayed on top of it, stirring it, stirring it, stirring it, stirring it with a wooden spoon. Once I got done with that, I ended up uh, mixing the cookie dough that I bought at the store, pre-made cookie dough, mm-hmm. and I rolled balls of that up in the oil. And I just, just infused the oil with the cookie, just like mashed it together all together, just made it like in, all between my fingers and everything. Yeah. And created the, the, then created the balls out of those. You were high when you did it, huh? I made about uh, three huge candy, or uh, cookies, three huge ones. I mean, we're talking like, you know, what, maybe four inch in, in di- diameter. I mean, like, these are pretty big. Damn. Yeah, they were pretty round. So I had one, and then I waited about a half an hour, 45 minutes, and nothing was going on. And I thought, all right. And I'm by myself this night, you know. 
And I'm just kicking back, and like like an hour, a little bit more than an hour went by. I'm like, oh, man, it should have already hit me, man. This sucks. I, I fucked up, man. You know, that's, that's not going to work. So I ended up eating another cookie. It's still about half an hour went by, nothing. Even 45 <laughs> minutes went by. Almost two hours went by, and nothing, went, nothing was happening. And then finally, a little bit after two hours, I finally started feeling something, right? I'm like, all right, you know, this is good. <laughs> feeling a little wave, something happened going on. I was like, you know, it's been two hours. I've already had two. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to have the third one. Might as well just get the third one. <laughs> so I had the third one and I ended up sitting on the couch, like moving back and forth, like as my body was like moving back away from the couch and then back against it. Like I was waving back and forth, <laughs> but yet I, but yet I was stuck to the back of the couch the whole time. <laughs> It was a, it was the first time I ever like actually Googled marijuana overdose. <laughs> I got nervous. I got really scared. I, I really got scared. And it made me nervous. I was super paranoid. And I don't know what to do. But I started looking online and I started Googling all these little stories and I started feeling better about myself because <laughs> scary shit. Because everyone's like, You can't O D, you can't O D, just let it let let it go by. Yeah. Just let it let it let it fly. It shall pass. Right, exactly. So that was my experience <laughs> with uh and now I know how to feel when I eat something and I know not to panic. That's the yeah. whole problem is because once you start panicking right. and you, you don't turn back to the, the, the positive side, yeah, there's yeah. no going back. Nope. None. You're gone. Yeah, You're done. Like, I mean, it's like no different an acid. than acid trip. <laughs> right, you exactly. Know. Once it hits your lips, yeah. it's, it's Because done. once you convince yourself that that's what's happening, you know, I mean, unless it's your best friend that you love and trust and everything that you're only going to listen to them, that's going to yeah. convince you of otherwise. You, you know, because I've done that before. Like, the milk trick always would work for me. It convinced them. Oh, okay. Wow. I mean, you come with uh, instructions, though, don't you? Huh? You come with instructions, though, don't you? What, my edibles? Yeah. Only Dude, have a bite. I had fucking three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a full uh, cookie of yours. It was a 200 milligram cookie. Yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were really good, man. I mean, it was like perfect. It was like a, enough to know when you take them to not plan on anything. You know what I mean? Kick back at home and do it. You know, that's all. This, is, this isn't eat and, and be sociable and go out in places, you know, I mean? unless someone's driving you. You, you know, it's not warned for a reason. Right. There's you know? there's reasons for that. The common <laughs> yeah, sense. Seriously. But the, the common sense I think gets overlooked from a lot of people when they say, you know, they don't uh, understand that this or you're just gonna get stoned and veg out and do nothing. It's like you don't understand. It's like you know, we we're smarter than you think. You know, yeah. give us more credit than that. And I don't think they are. And I think what they have to do is understand that like, they're they're wrong in that. And, and and making them understand that they're wrong in that is the is the fight. Is the fight to really let everyone say or everyone let it go and say, just give us our ball back? Yeah, seriously. It's annoying because it's a freedom we're fighting for and we're living in the country of freedom and yet we're denied our freedom every single day. Yeah, yeah. 